Nick Haverstow with uh, what the Moa Burger Pringle, <laughs> Dan Kilkenny, and Mike Burke. <laughs> Like looking at it so romantically. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could take my helmet off. Need it. You want to finish this fight or this burger? Due to a fire, which obviously sucks. Like, that is terrible, and I feel bad for all the players. But you want to know who I feel the worst for? We lost that house. We got that house back. And then after we, what did Nick, what did we grind for like three hours? That doors up just to be able to call it a home again. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, I can't find it. Is that, was that? Nick was less like, hey, did you? As if like, you know, we did not find different. As we thought Rust would continue to fuck us over with the players, yeah. with the servers. Like we didn't have to think that literally there would be a new way that we couldn't imagine getting destroyed. It, it's it's an unforgiving game in every single aspect. I love, yeah, I do love... I read was 25 servers are down. That Jeez. is so fucked up. I was not, like... I, like that's like how did do, how many, how many no, players sorry, is that? Bro. How many players is that? Is that what you're gonna ask? I was just gonna say how many players is that of twenty five servers? Uh, call it like about like over six thousand players. I mean, most of the servers were like you know two fifty tops. Yeah. Um, but that's like the cap for it. So you could have a thousand people playing on the server, just not at one time, like right. cycling in and out. So, who knows? Uh, does anybody know the cause? Did anybody find out the reason why there was a fire? I mean, like, look, I'm no fire detective, but like, does anybody, <laughs> did anybody figure it out? <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of this fire tonight. We'll do it. We'll get to the bottom of it. 
I don't know, man. It's probably uh... like, all right, let me see this server room. Yeah, but (laughs) Burke, going back to what you said, I was not expecting like real world elements to fuck with my ruster. I was just expecting to be miserable every time I logged in, not before I logged in. That was definitely a new uh, a new sensation for sure. Breaking the fourth wall of video gaming. I I I don't know if I just got um, trolled here. I clicked on a link in the article about it. It's like the the uh, footage of the destroyed data center can be seen here, and I clicked it, and the link was unavailable. So I'm wondering if that got lost in the fire as well. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but <laughs> no, no, no. It's, people lost their jobs. It's, it's... <laughs> and uh, which is actually, never funny. This never, might actually help people get jobs. Yeah. They're they're gonna have to like really work to pivot and stuff. You know, like maybe, you know, build up a new facility with new servers. This actually might help uh, employment. So you're saying we have to burn things so down to any, help employment. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And, in 2020. <laughs> so is there any world where you guys are actually able to get your server back? It, does no, does no. any realm of possibility exist or have you guys just accepted, kiss it goodbye, it's not happening? Nah, it's it's gone, but it's also the server resets every month, so it's, you know, we were a week yeah. into it. It's not like we're like, it's not like a Minecraft world where you were like, I've been working on this for 10 years. We were well, more... One thing I will say, yeah, it's like, so we, we've been playing, we're fairly new to the game. It's been maybe a month that we've been playing it, and the first couple uh, of our go-throughs, you know, we were really struggling to get the hang of it. We jumped onto this server, and we we were like, oh, we're so good at this, we built this house in no oh, time, no. look at... Look, we, we, all the accomplishments that we, it took us two weeks to make last time, we did in one night. We signed off after seven hours of, you know, and then the next day it's like, oh, burned down in a fire. All right, well, at least we, we have something to be proud of. We can't look at it or remember it, but. We got our shit broken into first, and then we came back, and we got it back, and then, then afterwards, the fire happened. It sucks. It sucks all around, but, you know, I'm just glad nobody was hurt. You know, I think that's important, too. Is that no physical human being was hurt? Besides, for just the people crazy I that take of course, like we're playing on an EU server too, and like that's the one that ended up happening. Like, there, it, it's so specific and like just really, really funny as how we cannot catch a break in this game. Yeah, and we started a house last night, and why don't you tell them what happened, Bert? Yeah, log in to just check it out, and all the doors are blown off, and. All our stuff's taken, and I'm, like, looking there, and I'm like, oh, let me just make another door. And as I'm making, literally making another door, a dude walks in and just guns me down, and I'm like, I live here, please. <laughs> this, is, this is my home. What are you doing? <laughs> this is... I'm falling, and I can't get up. I'm just trying. <laughs> this is I where I live. Home. I'm naked. So now that you guys are back into it, have you noticed that there have been any issues with any of the new servers that you've been having? Like, in terms of, like, overflow like has it been harder to get on a new server have the servers been laggy in any way have no you anything like that no not at all there's no. I, I think they they prepare for these things not for a fire to burn down the facility but i think they prepare for overflow you know they have backup servers too that i'm sure they're employing you know yeah this is this is one of the like there are several this is face that was where the face punch servers i think yeah. um which is just like one company that hosts a bunch of the servers anyway so they there, have several other. There are multiple like third-party servers as far as community servers, so I'm really, yeah. you know, it sucks because like you're not getting that data back. Like it's just not possible. You know, the the it's processor not. units are literally fried. So, um, you know, it sucks, but it's, hey, it is what it is, right? 
Okay, what the fuck was that? Get better at Rust, please. Yeah, let us know. true. If anyone wants <laughs> to help us get better, that'd be <laughs> oh, fucking great. If anyone wants to join their Rust community that knows how to actually play the game, you're more than welcome. <laughs> so, um, we have 200 hours, but still nothing. Yeah. Up next, Avatar. I mean, we we framed this story as it was going to get a surprise release, but it came out over the weekend. And what do you know? It made money, and now it's the number one movie again, which is, you know, a bunch of bullshit. Personally, if you ask me, I think it's, like, it's it just, why? Why? Shove it just right back up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, like, I don't, like, the problem with this, too, is that it fucking worked, okay? Disney did this just so when they start billing Avatar 2, they can just say that this sequel to the biggest movie of... No, fuck you, okay? This movie came out 10 years ago, all right? And it had two re-releases before this to get to the biggest movie of all time. They did this because it was only a $7 million difference between this and Endgame. Obviously, I right. feel some type of way about it. I mean, for Christ's sake, look at my arm. But my Look at, look, look at the tattoo. <laughs> look at my tattoo. Right there. Look at life. I got. I just got my avatar tattoo on my back. It's a tramp stamp. <laughs> it's it's a, just the tail. It's not. It's, it's the end of the little the little sex tail. It's one of the. What are they called? The Navi. It's one of them hissing. Yeah, Navi. Like why do they the, hiss? I got the Sigourney Weaver one. <laughs> Ooh. Ew. Sexy. But I mean, you know, like Disney. Again, Pat, like you said, the whole point was so that they could have a marketing campaign of when Avatar 2 was coming out. They could just say the sequel to the largest, you know, grossing movie of all time. But also, like you said, this is Disney. And Disney also came out with Marvel's or the Avengers Endgame. Disney doesn't give a damn which one actually is the highest grossing. They don't care. All they want is the marketing campaigns behind it. Yeah. Um. I mean, as a, a Marvel, you know purists like yourself of course you're pissed off about it but disney doesn't give a damn they i just, just think all right great either or we have the two highest grossing movies of all time i just don't think that you should be able to put a movie out 11 years after it originally came out and have that count towards like the records it set because that is not? such a bunch of bullshit that's such a bunch of bullshit that totally diminishes it totally diminishes yeah, like the Barry whole. Bonds, home I was record. literally gonna Astros. say I was, I was like baseball Hall of Fame. That this totally totally diminishes the actual accomplishments that makes and any other film makes in the future. You know what I mean? When it only has one theatrical run. You know what I mean? But like, like, I was just gonna say, like, let's say like Gone with the Wind came out and was back in theaters for a limited amount of time. Gone with the Wind made what, like two million dollars or something when it came out in the thirties or forties, whenever it came out. If they re-release that and all of a sudden it makes like uh, you know, fifty million dollars in its theatrical run, then all of a sudden it's a movie he, that made fifty-two million dollars in its dang. theatrical releases. I mean, here's, literally, here, literally yes, but here's the difference though. Is that like, yeah, that could happen, right? But the the difference is, is like Avatar, they're doing it like there's no call for anybody to be like, nobody wants to see Avatar in theaters. They're just like, let's just do it just because we can to push a marketing campaign. Gone with the Wind, it's like, like, like there's no call for that. And they're like, yeah, we're not going to do that because it makes no sense. Why would we bring back Gone with the Wind and put it in theaters? I mean, 
Just some to piggyback off of that of real I, quick. Like Gone with the Wind, bad example. If there was some remastered version of... Titanic. Like, yeah, yeah, Titanic. Go with well, that. We're all just sudden, to piggyback hey, off that, the CGI. real quick, I was very surprised to see how many Avatar defenders there were on the internet, like, praising this move and saying, like, the king is back and, like, all this other, they, like, really lame their preferred, shit. Their preferred term is furries. Oh, yeah. Oh, the furries. Yeah, the furries. <laughs> the furries were out in full force this weekend. Out. And you want to know what? Now that you put it like that, Nick, maybe they need a win. All right? Like, you know, it's been a long time since the, the, the furries. The furries were furries watching the end game total. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I just don't know why these people care that it's going to be the number one movie. You're not seeing a dime of that. Why do you give a damn that I mean, this movie you love yeah, is going to now it's, the highest grossing movie. Yeah, but th that same thing could be said about sports, too. You know, why do you give a fuck if X, that. Y, and Z team, like, wins the Super Bowl? You're not seeing any of that money. Like, you know what I mean? That, that literally the, the same thing, thing could be said. Pride. But, like, there's more pride in bragging about, I don't know, the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl than there is with, oh, Avatar is my favorite And movie. that is a I very subjective take. That is an extremely subjective <laughs> yeah. take. I don't, but, I don't but know. Does I think, anybody I think it's celebrate... Like, does anybody celebrate box office numbers? It's like, that's not a big event. No, no, no one cares nobody about that. Gives a shit. This, this is what I think. Like, think about like, and I know it's not a, like a one to one and it'll never come close to the money. But like, think about like all the cult movies, like think about like Rocky Horror. That has literally been in theaters decades. Like, it's not been, like, commercial box office things, but it's, like, you know, it's, like, it plays, you know, in how many theaters once a month, like, forever. Oh, Danny, we like, went people, to one of those. Yeah. Yeah. People I got are, a like, copy the room. of Shalom Man. You don't count, you don't continually change the Wikipedia box office revenue <laughs> every month to say, like, hey, we made another $1,000 from these, indie, like, indie theaters running this. So mm -hmm. don't do this in that way, too. I, I think that's a that's a that's a great comparison. I just pulled up. Apparently, Rocky Horror's box office is 170 million. Um, uh, I I'll look for more information. Which was I'm, half I'm, I'm the budget of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming that's not on its initial theatrical run. No, if it made 170 million dollars when it came out, it would not be adjusted a, for inflation. <laughs> it would probably be the big. Well, that's the thing is that so there's also this conversation about like. Movies that made the most money, like dollar, you know, just in, in dollars and cents. But then there's also adjusted for inflation. And if you look at the adjusted for inflation list, Gone with the Wind is technically the biggest grossing movie of all time. Let's bring it back. Let's, let's, let's bring it back. Yeah, you know what? Fucking we're calling for Gone with the Wind. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen. The other, the other thing is this strategy with China, though. You know what I mean? Because China gets off on these movies, you know? And they love them. They fucking they love, love these movies. And that's the, that's the problem that, uh, you know, it's actually kind of relates to what we're talking to that's later on. That's the problem with America these days. <laughs> it, they can't. They can't. The box office. <laughs> They're taking our movie tickets. <laughs> and no, but that's the problem with uh, Warner Brothers. They can't put anything overseas in regards to the DC superheroes because... They're technically gods, and China does not allow anything to do with religion in their box office. That's why Man of Steel didn't go there. That's why BVS didn't go there, and that's why Justice League didn't go there. Same with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman didn't go to China either. I think what, Aquaman. What about, what about the Marvel movies? They they go there, but they are well, hacked to shit. 
Like they really? cut things out. They change. They change characters. There's a whole section in that movie that takes place. Uh, Age of Ultron that takes mm-hmm. place in South Korea, only p- because that was like a mandate of like the Chinese film distribution was like it has to take place in an Asian country or it has to represent Hong Kong or it has to. Da, da, da. There's all these rules. Oh. There's like rules that change every year. And I they mean, only China accept a, China's a massive. Oh, yeah. They only yeah. accept oh, yeah, yeah. 13 U.S. films into the Chinese movie market per year. And that only started within the last decade. And there's all these stipulations that change every single year. But the big constant one is no talk of religion or God. So, but you I mean, know, that, when you're doing comparisons to sense. God, to Superman, Superman well, isn't getting over to China. Well, wait, Avatar has like a whole tree that's like their God and like their well, I mean, religion but that, that's also. That. That comes into, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, Buddhism and other things like that in, you know, Chinese culture and Chinese religion that is very, like, nature-centric. So, I mean, maybe that is where that kind of goes off. But also, Avatar's been pre-cleared for China and other Asian markets. So, it it makes Mm -hmm. sense. It's a Western movie. They're not getting that 13 movies a year as they would have, like, you know, last year. That's true, too. It might have been easier to get it in there because, like, you know, economy. it It was done so they can just walk in and be, like, printing money. And it's Disney, so Disney's never gonna not print money. Like Disney is literally is literally the definition of too big to fail. And not like a bad, you know, too big to fail, not like, you know, they're they're a corporation that mishandles their money and that they should like accept their shortcomings. But literally it's just too big of an entity. Like the diverse with the theme parks, the movies, the T V shows, like it's just so diverse at this point. Yeah, the merchandise um, too. I mean, like while we're talking about that, I just kinda get wanna get your guys' take as to what is like why are they forcing avatar down everybody's throats like why the five films why the like they're building out a, a whole wing of disney what like it, it, it's not it doesn't have any traction really in in mainstream media like why are they doing this well i the first thing that comes to mind is that like i know that you don't like avatar <laughs> so there might be a little bit of bias however the first time i ever saw avatar was last year i never saw it any time before that and I actually thought it was pretty good. Like, I, I thought the special effects were it's amazing. Good. The story was like, you know, whatever. It's Pocahontas. But, it's like, Pocahontas. how many other movies rip off other movies? You know what I mean? So that that was my take on it. But So I would be more than okay with seeing a sequel to Avatar. And the reason that they didn't make Avatar 15 years before they actually did it was because the technology was not there for them to make that movie. And the same thing happened this time. James Cameron has been working with these visual effects companies for the past 10 years developing this tech. And it's finally gotten to a place where he can produce the Avatar sequels. And that's why he's trying to do them all like in secession because like before Disney was even in the picture when he was still at Fox with Avatar, he was going to be pumping these out. One, two, take a break, three, four. You know what I mean? That's how it was supposed to be. And then Avatar, I mean... Disney bought Fox and the plan just transferred over. Like that's all it was. So he had to wait for the technology to come far enough for him to be able to do what he needed to do. Which I get, but I think I think to Nick's point with that too is like, you know, you see Avengers things all over, like, you know, the Zeitgeist and like the current popular things. And like look at my arm. Look at my arm. Look at this room. Exactly. When was the last time you saw an avatar tattoo? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's but that's what I was saying before. I was so surprised to see how many people were on the internet saying that 
Avatar is undoubtedly better than Avengers Endgame, which it isn't, at least in my opinion, and that it deserves the number one spot. I can't wait for the sequels. It looks really... It, James Cameron's an amazing... Like, that's... Like, like I, 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 I can see through true. that perspective. I can see through that perspective where it's like, who's calling for this? But maybe it's those people who are calling for this. Because remember, yeah, we said I the totally same shit about the Snyder Cut for years. It, but it's such... just like, you know, an Avi or whatever. It's what, the Navi. Na Navi. Navi. Yeah. Navi. Jesus, the, 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 Navi, the furries that the watch this show just lost their shit, by the way. <laughs> Navi from Link. <laughs> the little, little, little fairy. Yeah, no, Zelda. Like, you know, know the guy with the green hat? Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zelda, the boy. Um, <laughs> Zelda, Zelda. Oh, Zelda. <laughs> but, like, you know, the, the Navi aren't, like, a, a, a character. Like, I understand, like, you know, you recognize them and everything. But they're not a character that you're like, that is massively iconic. You know it's from Avatar because of all the hype around initially with Avatar. And I feel they self-brought up all that hype in I, the beginning like, anyway. I think a great a comparison would be, like, Stormtroopers. So, like, even if you're not a, a Star Wars person, you see a Stormtrooper, you, like, you're like, oh, that's iconic. That's a part mm -hmm. of our rich cultural tapestry. Whereas, like, the Navi, like, okay, you might know what it is, but you're not like, oh, wow, this is an iconic piece of... Yeah, you know, it, you know it's from Avatar, but you're not like, it's a, it's not, it, it hasn't put itself as like a building block of sci-fi, I feel. Yeah. And I think because the story of Avatar was just kind of shit, that... Yeah, it kind of is. But, but uh, also, day, how do you get greenlit for five movies? Because like, it, it made, it made almost three billion dollars, that's why. Yeah, you, that's you make the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. That's how you do it. And all of a sudden you get greenlit and you, also, you have a plan, you have a call to action. They self-hyped that I mean, movie though. To be like, fair, to be fair, yeah, we're kind worked. of we're diminishing it we're worked. diminishing the fact that James Cameron is an excellent director. Okay. True Lies is awesome. Terminator we all 2 agree on that. Terminator yeah. 2. Aliens. Fucking amazing. like set the standard for action movies for years to come. Titanic beautiful beautiful movie everyone cries all of them you know all, yeah. all of these amazing you know like boundary breaking movies also he could make a very average run-of-the-mill movie avatar <laughs> yeah but remember remember though it's it's also the visual effects like the visual effects that's, in that movie are still amazing like i couldn't believe i was like this movie came out in 2010 and it looks mm -hmm. better than a lot of the shit that comes out today looks better oh yeah than justice league Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Which let's uh, let's well, get moving on here. So yeah, um, Avatar. Fuck you, Disney. You know what you did. Uh, so it's called show business. Uh, Bethesda Maybe. Games is coming to Game Pass. Well, it already came. It already was here. I downloaded Fallout Four and I started a little bit uh, yesterday. And um, oh my god, <laughs> and uh, okay. it's good. I I I'm really excited about this. Except there's one game. That they won't allow PC players to play. I don't know why, but there's one game, and that's Fallout New Vegas, which is honestly like the biggest oversight Dude, that they could have had. I loved New Vegas, and I'm sure it has to do with I think I think they had a different dev company or something do it. So I'm they sure did. it's a weird license. They did. Yeah, it's got to be a weird licensing thing that's causing it up. But goddamn, New Vegas is as someone who's played all of those. Games, and that's on God, baby girl. That's Whoops. on God, baby girl. <laughs> Is on God the best game of them all? Like, it just so I'm just like I'm gonna get out licensing my licensing thing. 
is the best game and the one that everyone wants to play. I mean, I wouldn't like, mind playing it on Steam, but you need a mod to fix the the crashing at this point because it won't run on new operating systems. But I am excited. I'm really excited. I know we've been talking about us, um, Pat. You said you just bought the Microsoft Game Pass. I'm super. Well, I've had it. That. I've had it. Or you've had it. Yeah. So I'm this is just excited to sign apropos. Up. There's a lot of, a lot of, like, that's what I was checking out. I was looking at the list when you were mentioning it. There's a ton of cool games on it and a lot of cool indie games. Oh, yeah. A lot oh, of indie games. Oh, my and a God. Lot of, like, huge games. Like, even, like, sports <laughs> games, like Madden yeah. 21 and NBA 2K21 that are just available. Oh, for you sports to games. Just get a ball and throw it outside, <laughs> you losers. All right. You know what? All now right. You get a gun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking games. I mean, you get a fucking gun, all right? It's not the same fucking it thing. It is not possible it's not the same to save the thing. world games, from I'm nuclear fallout. I'm sorry, NBA 2K are still some of the biggest fucking sports games that are out there, okay? Y'all really want to get into how they just repackage every NBA or every Madden game every yeah, year. Yeah, that's my that's favorite thing. That's literally all they do. That's all they do. That's my, that's my favorite argument. That's my favorite Sorry, argument. Call of Duty is the same game every year. Oh, uh, and then like it it's just is. that Will Smith meme with all the 2K and Madden oh, yeah. games, like That's year after year. All it is, all everybody, those big games. Call of Duty, all of them. I would not agree that Call of Duty is the same game every year. It's so Fuck, fucking. Not don't, don't it's not gonna. It's even not. It's not. Fucking try. It's not. It's not. It's not. It isn't. It isn't. No, it isn't. Same thing. Nope. Nope. Don't even try. You sound like someone who it's doesn't play Call of Duty thing. games. And you know what? Guess what? The story always blows. It's never good. Well, yeah, nobody plays Call of Duty for the story. <laughs> NBA 2K is my favorite story, though. Oh yeah, you get you get to you get to sign <laughs> deals. Get to, you, you get, get to get shooting. signed to Puma. I remember I was playing 2K and I, I was signed to Puma. I wore Jordans, and after the game, they pulled me aside and said, "Hey." If you don't take those shoes off right now, we're going to just take your contract. (laughs) See, that doesn't sound like the same old game to me. (laughs) No, last year, you could get Adidas. This year, (laughs) you can get Yeezys. Are there athletic Yeezys? Is that a real thing? Uh, Yeezys themselves are athletic, Nick. Are are they? Uh, I don't know if you know this. Even Tim's can be athletic. But they're the shoe of Jesus, okay? (laughs) All right. Kanye West wore them and fell off a horse in a church while wearing them, okay? That's fucking God status right there. Microsoft Game Pass, very cool. Yeah. How much is how much is it, Pat? What's the uh what's the monthly for? I think all right, so when I first signed up, it was a dollar per month for like the first three months because they were running some promotion. And then now I believe it's a dollar for your first month, and then it's nine ninety nine every month after that. Dude, like the four games I have in my Steam, you know, wish list right now that are on Game Pass would cost me like ninety dollars to buy anyway. I uh, yeah, and yet you still haven't gotten it yet, and we're like not, I'm getting it uh, because we're playing Rust all the time, and I've already bought that and spent the money. And we're not getting any closer to playing Sea of Thieves. <laughs> not yet. Have another base explode and then come talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I'm at one. What'd you say, Danny? Oh, sorry. I was just saying to see if thieves like Rust, where it's not like you have all. a server for like a month, or is not it just one server? You're just you're just. It's going. just like it's like best way. I was trying to uh, tell these guys the other day. It's just basically like everybody's gear is the same. Like it's all cosmetic. There's no like stats or anything. And you, it's four people per t- four people per ship. You all sign into like the adventure server, and like you go like 
fight skeleton pirates, other crews, and like find treasure and shit. Or you sign into the battle royale, and there's an eight eight way battle between crews and ships, and it's unfucking real. It's so much fun. I the I have some footage of like Ken and me and the guys playing it earlier last year, and it's it's so much fun. I almost did a I, I came say, that close doing a video on it. I will say after just watching some of that game, easily the best water graphics in any game I've ever oh, seen. Oh yeah, for sure. The and the draw distance incredible. is insane. Like yeah, as there's far as the eye can draw. see. Well, there's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> No kidding, the water looks great. There's no other polygons happening on screen. But playing other games that involve water, easily the best water. It's the best water since GTA V. Well, yeah, overall, uh, Bethesda Game Pass, Bethesda Games Pass, Xbox Game Pass, Bethesda Games, it's good. So there's, you know, all the Doom games are on there, Doom 1, 2, and 3, uh, Doom 64 is on there, Uh, Doom Eternal, the Doom 2016 is on there. Uh, Dishonored 1 and 2 uh, is on there. And yeah, everything but New Vegas made it to PC, which pisses me off a lot, but whatever. We'll see. But it really upsets me because I was really looking forward to playing it. It, it is just going to be interesting now to see with, uh, as you know, now that Microsoft owns it, uh, what games are going to be allowed to go to Sony that are made by Bethesda? It's just now seeing like what games that they make are going to be allowed to go to Sony. You know, what? which I'm not, I'm not sure how all those deals work and everything, but it's actually like the funny. big games. Like if there's a new Fallout game or a new Elder Scrolls game, stuff like that, will Sony players still be able to play it? Now, there's just a lot of speculation because like Deathloop is still coming out for PlayStation, and yep. so everybody's saying that. So obviously, Todd Howard, who is that man, constantly lies to everyone's face. Uh, My Lord and Savior. He um he said that you know why would we cut out a sector of the market? However, Phil Spencer, who is the head of Xbox, who is now his boss, says the <laughs> whole point of acquiring Bethesda Games was for the exclusives. So that leads me to believe that then that Elder Scrolls Six and Fallout Five or whatever that may be, you know, if they can even salvage that franchise. Um, will be Xbox exclusives. Yeah, they've always been kind of marketed more heavily towards Xbox things. I'm feeling too, just like mentally, like I think about most of those games, most people playing them on Xbox. I don't know if that's just like a personal. No, I think no, that I, mean, I, I I I remember when it was when at least Skyrim and Fallout when they were Fallout Four when they were marketed. It was you know it wasn't heavily towards Xbox or anything like that. I will say now, predominantly, anytime I see, you know, videos online of people playing Fallout or, or Skyrim or something, it's much more PC heavy. I've been right. noticing that in most of the most of the people playing those games and making tutorials and stuff like that, it's all PC heavy. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I haven't noticed anything about them being directly for Xbox yeah. or... But, not, I not, mean, that, not directly for, but maybe just yeah. for the fact of, like, there's so many good... I mean, like PlayStation, obviously, and Sony are the ones that are killing it with exclusive content. The best, comparatively, the like best. no question. There's so no maybe one it's better. just like you know, in the shadow of it, in my brain. Well, I guess Nintendo like, still has Breath of the Wild, you know. I, well, Nintendo is a whole different monster. You can't even like look at it comparatively. A, they don't even try to play. Class. They don't even try to play in that same sandbox as Xbox and PlayStation. Here's like here's Animal Crossing. Whoa. 
<laughs> we have no good <laughs> online content. Yeah. Still have to jump through hoops to play online. And by the way, we're not going to make good games. We're going to make really av- we're going to make aggressively okay games, but we're going to put them on our hardware, which is yep. a lot more fun to use than, you know. I I like using the Switch controller more than I do like the DualShock 4, for instance. Oh, yeah. But we're getting you know, far I, and away I, from the point. I, I'm I'm a big Nintendo fanboy, but anyway. All right. So uh this, I, I love how everyone is depressed thinking about what we're going to talk about next. Like, the energy is <laughs> so low right weekend. now. Like, it really ruined like, my weekend. And here's the thing. So, I'm so sad. So I'm kind of glad that we're doing... Yeah, it makes react. So I'm kind of glad that we're doing this, though, because one, uh, one, I feel like it gives everyone a little bit more perspective as to what we're going into next week because uh, there's no way that the Snyder cut of justice league is going to be worse than what the fuck that we watched this weekend. Uh, that being said, I also think that people who watch and who listen to our show, uh, two things, one, everybody likes a good marathon and two, uh, you know, it also will hopefully give them some perspective as to where, you know, we're coming from with this. So, uh, if you couldn't guess by the episode title, uh, we rewatched, uh, Joss Whedon's cut of justice league and uh, it was uh, it was it was fucking fucking terrible. I, I really don't like that guy. <laughs> and and uh, I I don't look. I don't even know where to start because it's all just so bad. It's so, objectively bad. Yeah, it is objectively bad. You're right. It is. It's it's like so. I have some notes here, and the first thing I have written down because it's literally in the first frame of the movie is upper lip, and holy shit, did I forget? how distracting that was they now i've seen some visual effects artist videos commentate on superman's upper lip throughout the entire film and they say it comes down to time they did not have time to reconstruct henry cavill's jaw to make that work but the other issue is that it's just in this weird place of uncanny valley that the muscle movements don't look right. You know what I mean? It's like half man, half video game character. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my, my question, why did they have to do that? Oh, you I don't have that. I was like, why does Superman's face look like CGI shit? Oh, you don't know this. Well, okay. Well, I don't know the story. Okay. Before we get into this, I just want to say, let's keep it brief because I feel like there's been, Tons of conversation about this, so let's just r- roll through it quick and then get into actual like meat and potatoes. Okay, so the the long and short of it is that they finished shooting this movie. Henry Cavill went to go shoot Mission Impossible Fallout. He had a mustache in that movie. In his contract, Paramount wrote, you are not to shave your mustache under any circumstances. So when Zack Snyder left Justice League for, um, you know, personal reasons we'll just you know his daughter uh committed suicide and they brought just we just whedon in he rewrote 75 percent of the movie and had to reshoot all of it so henry cavill could not shave his mustache warner brothers sent paramount footage of henry cavill clean shaven with a cgi mustache on saying that we will pay for for the cgi of the mustache as long as he can shave it and Paramount was like, nah, fuck you. And Christopher McQuarrie even said, like, we didn't ruin Justice League. We did what we had to to make sure we did not compromise our film. So there's really, like, no bad blood there. But there's pictures of J- Henry Cavill on set dressed as Justice 
uh, dressed in, in as Superman with this mustache on his face. So they had to CGI out his entire like bottom lip and jaw and everything basically from here down. And it looked a good looking mustache. Oh yeah, it, it looked awful. Yeah. It is a great Very mustache. Good. They should have just rolled with that. Superman with when a mustache him, now. When they when they, when they, when they bring him life, back, he just has a mustache. <laughs> yeah, when they bring him back, it's just like, oh, so his facial hair still grows while he's dead. Yeah, his cells <laughs> don't degenerate. Like this works fine. Yeah, I would have bought it. I would have bought. Which it. there's yeah. a litany of of who even knows with that. Like it, he doesn't decompose. You know what I mean? He does. <laughs> No, no, you get what people I'm... don't decompose. Yeah. Also, how do they know that? And but also, like, you know, Nick, what you were talking about dead. with the meat and potatoes, this is a great segue into that, you know, the CGI of the whole movie just sucked in general. But it it was just brutal. But, Pat, you can continue with uh, your your thoughts there. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Uh... Pulls out a list. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I know he so has it. Here we go. So I have, I have a whole page and a half. So um, the first after upper lip, it was, is the S mean hope or does it whine like a river? Like, what is this supposed to mean? Because you told me in Man of Steel that it's not an S, it means hope. And now you're telling me in this first movie that it's supposed to be like a river. I don't understand. Make up your fucking mind. Uh, Bank scene. The bank scene. Oh, my God. So, so I like I know everybody's got something to say about this and like what it, what to compare it to, but I just want to know what was what was trying to be accomplished in that scene? Was he trying to rob the bank? Was he trying to kill everybody? Like he like oh my he defused my bomb. Message. Let me murder all of these children at the bank. Like what was the point? Right? Was he was he trying to like blow up like the stock exchange and ruin like it was the like, financial was integrity? He was trying to do like at the end of Fight Club, where they blow yeah. up all the the credit companies like or whatever, set. get everyone back to zero. What was all the guys dressed one... up like they were in 1776 in the background? What the fuck was that all about? Yeah, but again, also one bank and like where is she? Like what is that? Like London or France or so, London or wherever the hell they it was are? in Prague or something. He was yeah. like, we're gonna do one bank in Prague and hey, I... back to zero. And uh, then and then immediately the guy is like, oh. My suitcase didn't work, so let me just gun down twenty people and reset I, the world. I love, I love, I love that. There's two scenes, there's two lines of dialogue here that drove me up a wall. The first was she lassos the one guy and says, um, she says, "What are you? Or like, who are you?" And he goes, "We're a terrorist organization or whatever." Uh, newsflash: terrorist organizations don't believe that they're terrorist organizations. I literally had the same so, thought. No what terrorist the fuck? organization will label themselves as a terrorist organization. The second thing that right off the top <laughs> of my head was, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrorist he was new. He was new that week. The second thing, this was his first job and he, he fucking blew it. Uh, the second thing was the, the what this guy says when he arms the C4. He's just like, time to go back to the dark ages it's like really really this what like you, like what One bank in france is gonna what do i want to know is what's inside the bank that's holding this shit together that's what i want to know now you know this guy knows something we don't is that how fragile the world is that one building goes up and uh-oh everything's back to dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it, it's funny though. it's Jesus. funny you bring that up nick because i actually do like that scene like if there's well, things, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But I mean, I mean, if we like I, on a more macro level, 
I I wanted to rip everything apart up until uh, Steppenwolf got the the last mother box, and then things Rubik's picked Cube. up. Yeah, and then like that the whole like third act of the movie, I was like, okay, this doesn't suck so much, but up until that point, everything was utter trash. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought like the whole the whole film like tried to have a lot of like gravitas and like yep. I felt depth and, but then it was also like. Just kidding. I want to be really approachable and I want to be really accessible because we have to reach a big market and we want to make money. And I was like, you can't mix those two things. I was like, like you can have a you can have like a, you know, a Dark Knight-esque type of movie where it's got like depth and darkness and whatever and a couple moments here and there. Or you can have this upper lip man here. <laughs> <laughs> and I then mean, what? The- the Flash just being like, I have ADD, but I'm going to also really talk slowly and coherently through the whole thing. <laughs> and and I'm I also, don't know how to run properly. Yeah, I'm going to run he like a guy like, who doesn't know how to run. Well, he I mean, runs like, like he has poop in his pants. Listen, listen, you right. try running as fast as him and try to keep your form perfect, all right? Let's try to keep Also, your like, you know, this is kind of like a, a just a side note to The Flash. When you run somebody else as fast, wouldn't that, like, liquefy their insides? You know, no, same thing with Superman being able to catch people. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a comic book movie. I'll give it some slack there. Um, but the also, CGI. Like, just, no, go ahead, Danny. No, I, I was just gonna say on on like a overall level, it just wasn't fun. There was nothing fun about it. Like at least the Marvel movies are so fun. There's a lot of depth with great characters uh, mixed in with real stakes in the world. An actual like levity, and like thousand... real moments of levity. This movie was just a bad time. It was just no one was enjoying themselves. And a thousand the actors weren't enjoying themselves being there. And it's it shows a thousand DC fans a just raised their pitchforks in the air after you compared it <laughs> like, to Marvel. Uh, well, it's impossible to not compare it to. Yeah, Marvel. well, that's yeah. what they were trying to replicate. That's what they were trying to replicate. They were trying. They were, try- they were well, trying to be. Uh, the Avengers in one movie and it just wasn't going to work. So mm-hmm. let me, let me ask you this. I, I'm, I'm trying to like run my own processing in the back of my head and say like, am like, am I judging this fairly? Am I spoiled by the Marvel movies? Because the biggest thing I kept saying was like, this story should have been spread out across a bunch of movies like Marvel did it. But it's like, you can't compare everything to Marvel but at the same time, it's like, how much are you going to try to cram into two hours? Like, pick, pick one mm-hmm. plot point. Not, like, the villain for your first big team-up movie doesn't have to be, like, destroyer of worlds and every, and super, we bring him back to life and this, that, and the other things happening. It's like, pick one goal well, and do that. They hired the guy that, that literally lot. directed the Avengers. So, <laughs> yeah. no, I, Nick, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought about that, too. I was like... It, it felt to me in that way as disjointed as Suicide, Suicide Squad, oh, where it was, you know, there's a wreck. lot going on. And it's like, can like there's the only way to really effectively manage like eight storylines. Nothing happens in this movie until like an hour and a half in. Yeah. Like, um, and then. Yeah. No, go ahead. Like, I don't I don't need, you know. I don't need to see this Russian family boarding up their house for 15 minutes. <laughs> I kind of like the Russian family, though. <laughs> they're that they're the only real character. That Dan's talking about, but also, like, again, in a two-hour movie, like, that should have been cut. So that's why I'm really excited, actually, for, like, the four-hour version of this. Yeah. The CGI really cool. 
The CGI looks worse than a sci-fi original movie. Like, yeah, it looks like an indie film. There's yeah. no, there was like no relationship building at all between any of the characters. Nobody had a relationship with it, and like except for Bruce Wayne and Superman, which was all built in BVS, and like that's a whole nother fucking conversation. Which and Bruce, what Bruce even and was Wonder Woman, which were supposed to have like a romantic foil? Was that supposed to be romantic? It was They're, supposed. To they be are definitely romantic. supposed to have a romantic relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fifty-year-old Bruce Wayne, and well, I mean, I know, I know, Diana's technically, you know, she's like, immortal. So she's immortal. But I, I mean, it's like, yeah, that's gonna work out. It's um, just, which is, it's just, you know, it's like they, they had the one scene by the lake that was like, you know, their, then there wasn't even. I mean, it's they just didn't want to introduce any romance. Like that was their depth of intimacy is having two a man and a woman stand next to each other at a lake (laughs) and and alfred just making all these comments about like so you're gonna ask alfred yeah (laughs) exactly alfred just like coming from behind the tree there's one scene there's one scene where cyborg gets in um what the bat crab or whatever he had and was just like uh he's like i'll take it from here alfred and he goes Sorry, do I know you? It's like, well, hold up for a second. How the fuck does this guy know who Alfred is? You know what I mean? They all just well, showed up here whole, together. He's got the whole internet in his Remember, brain. Remember, he, he searched through oh, all the Oh, right. That's right. I forgot that they did that in two seconds, you know, to figure, you know, to, <laughs> oh, just to fill all that in. Well, all right. I know we're jumping all over the place. Which is but fine. I, yeah. I also to wanted to talk here. about, um, like, uh, just terrible dialogue. Oh. Where it's like where Wonder Woman uses the lasso of truth for the first time, and basically, not verbatim, but basically what she says is, this lasso makes you tell the truth. Now tell me the truth. <laughs> which is <laughs> Now do that. Which is kind of the issue, that's the same issue I had with the end of Joker, when he just fucking tells the whole plot of the movie to Robert De Niro. Like, it's in the same vein, where it's just like... I, I would not even put those, the, 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 that's apples and oranges, my friend. That's, which, I, one thing... One thing I'm at least excited about with the Snyder Cut is, like I was saying with this not being fun, at least the Snyder Cut is going to be R-rated. Consistent. So that it can be as unfun as it wants to be. But and consistency. Be a fully dark, brooding movie. Consistency oh, is of, the most important yeah, speaking part. Of, yeah, speaking of the yes. rating, I thought there was, there was one point where I had captions on for it because I like to watch with captions. And, like, I realized, you know, there wasn't, like, a lot of swearing or anything in the film. Don't judge me for that. Uh, it's too late but it was hysterical because at one point i think um when they're fighting in the underground tunnels in like near the gotham arbor um the flash gets like knocked down or whatever and he's about to get hit and on the captions were like oh fuck is what it said (laughs) oh really i I was like i was like i was like was that the that was the one you know fuck that you you, decided to throw you you get one and you decided to throw it as like as and i was like it was just captioned i've heard batman i've heard batman's got some fucks in the snyder cut i'm really looking forward to that i would love to hear uh the flash like just him being like so like awestruck by everything going on around him because he's Save, save, save one. one. Save one, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I just, I, I, you know, here's the thing. I think the characterization of Barry Allen is absolutely trash. But I feel like if that's what they were going for, Ezra Miller kind of nailed it because I did laugh when he's like, "You know, I don't really do battle." He's like, "I just kind of 
push people and then run away. Like, I thought that was funny. I thought the part where he's like, Pet Cemetery when Superman comes back. I thought that was, you know, I got, you got a chuckle I, out of me. I hated his character in this movie. Oh, like, I'm, I'm I, surprised. I, I really, really wanted him. Like, I feel if they made him like a Peter Parker, like, you know, like a very quick wit, like if, how they made That's like, what Spider-Man he's supposed to be. That's what he's yeah, supposed to that, be. Yeah, he's supposed to either be that, like that. Or like a little bit of Star Lord in there. Yeah, so, but he's supposed to be very fast, very quirky, and like his character in this, I felt was very together. So not that we're running out of time or anything, because we don't. It's fine. Time's a um, flat circle. I just want. Yeah, time is a flat circle. I just want to get through this list because because then we have some stuff to talk about after that. Uh, mm-hmm. Batman smiling. What the fuck? Uh, criminal misuse of Superman. Uh, how do you have a Justice League movie and have Superman not be in 65% of it? And then when he shows up, he's even worse than when he wasn't in the movie. Like, it's just, I can't, I just fucking can't. Cyborg and Flash, both their characters are under, underdeveloped and it sucks. Um, you got a booyah from Cyborg. Uh, Aquaman is absolutely insane. He multiple times addresses Bruce Wayne as Batman right in front of other people that are just standing around in public at one point he says dressed like a bat you're insane bruce wayne it's like there's people right over there like what the fuck are you doing uh Wasn't that in front of commissioner gordon though no like he, no gordon knows. he said he said dressed as a bat oh uh, yeah there's the batman smile there it is just fucking just shoot me in the face open mouth smile open mouth you smile um you wipe that Fucking shit off. Ben Affleck's, lo- ben Affleck's love- weight wildly changes from scene to scene. And that is a combination. There's a reason that. No, you go ahead. In that scene where he was showing his bruises, it was just like, why isn't he taking his shirt off? What? I was like, oh, because he's fat. He's just because it's fat Ben did Affleck. Anyone, just regular did, Ben did Affleck. Anyone? Anyone hear yeah. the audio on that before? That was said, great. Oh, yeah, Danny, oh, Danny, you had, oh, you had glitched and it was just like, oh, 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 No, that, that, that's just me trying to get going. That's uh, me collecting oh. my thoughts. So, uh, yeah, Ben Affleck's... Is, oh, okay, I guess there's a bad smile in that movie, too, but that also was not good characterization of Batman. <laughs> oh, is that the Val That's Val Kilmer. That's the... Iconic Batman. Uh, I don't think that one had nipples. I don't think that one had nipples. George Clooney Clooney had nipples. George Clooney. Um, So then, uh, yeah, Ben Affleck's weight wildly shifts. It goes from him having his hair styled to obviously wearing a terrible wig throughout the movie. Uh, So then the Russian family... I don't... They they could have taken him or, or lose him as far as I was concerned. It didn't really add anything. The next thing, though... I'm not an architect, uh, architectural engineer. However, I don't think that's how buildings work. When Superman just picked up the whole apartment complex and flew away, I was like, "Oh, okay, that would just fall it, into pieces." It's, it's how Russian brutalist architecture works. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Everything is concrete and rebar. You don't build building, building build you. Um, we have too many mills down. Oh, I've written Batman smile again because I was, you know, that upset. And let's talk about Steppenwolf. What's there to say? He sucks. See, just, he's the he's worst villain. He's he's a really great classic villain. That's what I have to say. One of the all-time great villains. Yeah, you know, down in history. If he had a mustache, he'd twirl it. You know, <laughs> I don't understand what's with the weird like, like goatee the, but bones. Yeah, that's the so broken, weird. 
So as far as broken. as far as design goes, I don't have a problem. I, I hear a lot of people talking about like, oh well, the new design in this in the Snyder Cut looks so much better. I don't really like it. It just looks very like generic. Both of them look very generic. Neither of them really have much character, but I, I kind of prefer this version. But it's just like, I don't give a shit about it at all what his intentions are. No. He's just like, I am bad for the purpose of being bad, and my minions smell fear, and they're evil because they're evil. It's like, wow, yeah. real compelling story. To it, was a, it was yeah. a really, really old comic book villain. That was not updated for, like, you know, the necessities of modern storytelling. <laughs> and when my it minions explode, they leave the a, dis, a symbol of yeah. the exact three things but they, that but the Justice League explode, are looking for. <laughs> but they the only explode once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's because it, of that it was... siren? The siren made it explode? Oh, the the uh, the police sirens. Yeah, like, all what? which. I don't remember seeing them react to the police sirens. It was just all of a sudden, Alfred's just like, they react to this. It was, it was in like that scene where it, expl it exploded. I don't know where the sound was coming in in the first place. Yeah. He was like also, netted up to the wall and then exploded while the sirens were None of off. them exploded it's when so Batman weird. made like the, you know, acoustically perfect version of it either. Like, <laughs> where he had it coming out of his, his, uh, his, yeah. uh, What's it called? Trunk speakers. I yeah, I yeah. also love how it's, they reuse ghetto blaster. <laughs> they re <laughs> they they reuse the Danny Elfman Batman theme like randomly oh, yeah. in the third I act. That. I was that like was I was like I was like I mean yeah but like what's the purpose of this other than like you didn't want to write anything new you know? No 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 no. no. I think that's I fine. That's emotional. They want yeah. you to connect it to all the all the good feelings you have with Batman. I don't know. I don't I, think I, it I, works. I, I agree. I agree. No, I agree with you. I think it's a nice little like tip of the hat. I was just um, immediately like, oh, so they stole a song from a better movie. Cool. <laughs> but I don't no, know. I, that whole that whole scene at the end was so anticlimactic. Yeah. Like I I was you know I I know that's a very like cliched thing you know for the boss to come back after you beat him. Um, and he comes back stronger and it's more like the stakes are higher or whatever and it was like that didn't I wanted to see that. Like, I didn't want to see him, oh, God, now he's scared, also, now he's pissed himself, and he smells like piss, and now his monsters are going to attack him. This, this is a universe. <laughs> this is a universe where Superman broke Zod's neck. Yeah, he, dude. Uh, what's it called? He was willing to, I don't know if you guys saw BVS. However, like, he throws Yo. haymakers at Batman. Uh, he, like, is not afraid to fuck Batman up in that movie. And also, like, he fucks up Doomsday quite a lot. And all of a sudden in this movie, Superman's not going to murder Steppenwolf. Like, it's the Whoa. it's his own minions that are his own undoing. What right. the he fuck was that? Him up and like, Superman is OP in this movie. Yes. And he could have literally just, like, ripped him I in mean, half. It would have been great. I guess, I guess the only argument you can make, and this is me not trying to back right. this I, the movie shit it's just you're you're <laughs> all totally right the only thing i can think of that maybe why he's not just giving it to steppenwolf is he died and now he was brought back and has a new lease on life and now he's holding back his powers i, the I only the hell only no he wanted to kill batman dude fuck I, I, that. I kind of like that take i think it's kind of like how they um in the uh the james bond movies 
how it, the Daniel Craig James Bond is like he's younger and he's taken more chances. And then like you know like the the earlier iterations of James Bond that are technically later on in the storyline, they're more mature and refined. So it's like Superman started out as pretty much like I'll I'll murder any you know Kryptonian I'll I'll break next I'll do whatever and now he's starting to learn where he draws the line. I think his that's line, the, his, I, that's his a good line take. being drawn is letting his friends get the shit kicked out. Of them. <laughs> 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 that's I'm not, say, I'm not saying you made line, the right choice. I'm saying you made a choice. His line he's being drawn. To realize other people got to do the work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm too good. Well, also, why did Steppenwolf? To, de to defeat him the first time, why did it take armies of god, like literal gods, Green Lanterns, uh, uh, like the, like all of the Amazons, all of the people from uh, Atlantis, and this was just like, yeah, you got I'm, five, I'm gonna, because gonna because that then. scene originally starred Darkseid, and when Joss Whedon took over the movie and was like, hey, you know what, fuck Darkseid, he's not gonna be in my version, they just put steppenwolf in that version like so, in the snyder so was, cut was that will be dark side and then they did mention that that's right steppenwolf is going to be like the end villain it's just going to be dark side in the beginning i tend to believe and look uh i have look i have i have read no spoilers for snyder cut this is just what i'm inferring off trailer off the trailers and everything i tend to believe that the end of the film is that they're going to defeat Steppenwolf, but Darkseid is going to compromise Superman with the anti-life equation, and they're going to end up living out that, um, what's it called? That, that, that wasteland yeah. shit, the, the nightmare sequence from BVS. So that's how I tend to believe it's going to go with Steppenwolf. Dude, I would love that. That movie would be so much better. There would be so much more of an emotional appeal. Yeah. And like There's it actually is consistent. It. <laughs> yeah. It's actually consistent with everything that's happened so far in this universe, so to speak, this trilogy of films. I, I do wonder how many more decked out Mercedes are going to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was, man Mercedes, in, though, in a four-hour version. That I just, was my one highlight. I have so few good things to say, but those Mercedes look sexy. My favorite is when Batman's in his car. And right before he says, you know, my superpower is being rich. It's just, it's a very nice shot of the dashboard of a the totally CGI. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like Mercedes. We paid for this movie. Yeah, for... Cool little wheel. Um, <laughs> so obviously the movie sucks. Horrible mischaracterizations of everything. The tone is absolutely inconsistent. Nothing makes sense. We all hate it. Uh, but we're all looking forward to next week for the Snyder Cut, though. And it can it's only go up. Yeah, it literally can only go up. It yeah. can't get any worse. And now I don't think it's going to be amazing or perfect. And look, you guys know how I feel about Zack Snyder. I don't even think it'll be all that good, but I'll just be happy for it to be consistent and perhaps even be good. Like even be pat, like return to old Zack Snyder, like Watchmen 300 Dawn of the dead, that type of Zack Snyder, not like a, just okay Superman movie, and then the abomination that is BVS. No, it needs it. It does need it. His career needs it. That being said, though, I want to shift over to Joss Whedon real quick. I know we're uh, we're getting a little tight on time here, but let's let's talk about Joss Whedon real quick. Joss Whedon was brought in after Zack Snyder left the project um, to reshoot the movie because Warner Brothers wanted it to be more like the Avengers. And, and um and they did it they really accomplished and they really it. fucking went for it um 
And yeah, it did not pan out. He reshot 75% of the movie. And then he only and he only used pretty much all of his own footage for the film. Hence why every time you see Superman, his upper lip is fake cuz every single thing that was shot with Superman in this version of the film was with Joss Whedon with that mustache. So, that's why Superman looks fake that throughout the entire movie. Um the Second thing is like all the like non sequiturs and stuff. Like when Superman asks Batman, do you bleed? It's like, that is fucking dumb. Of course he does. He asked you that because you're the alien dickhead. That's why he asked you that. No, it was, that was like a, you know, that was a call now. Right. But it's a callback to BVS. Batman stabbed him and said, do you, let me ask you a question. Do you bleed? And yeah, Superman's now asking him. It's just fucking dumb. Like, why? Of course no, he no, knows no. that. I thought that was right. Like, he he lifts him up and he's like, "Oh, remember this? Like, no. now, like you know, the power structure flips." I can't. But, I can't. But what I will. But here's the thing, though. It's like they wrote so much in the movie. So much of the dialogue and what happens relies on you to know the previous movies. You can't. You can't watch this movie in, like you know, like in a bubble. It's impossible. Like, what yeah. happens when when they got to the ship? The Kryptonian ship. I watched it with Alexis and her sister, who had not seen BBS. And I was like, "Do you know what's going on right now? Do you know where they're at?" They're like, "They're trying to resurrect Superman, but I don't know what's what, why they're in this puddle of water." So, I mean, I don't think so they that, expect you to watch me. this isolated. But, but I, I mean, like, I, I as, a, as a good filmmaker, you want to be able to tell an encapsulated story that's a part of a bigger story but stands on its own and they did not accomplish that. But I also kind of feel like like something like Avengers Infinity War, I think that movie's great, but it dude, is completely dude, inaccessible by anyone else. That was 10 years of movies. I get this, what you're saying. Yeah, but this, but this, this had this two like the third or fourth movie in the series. Right, but this had you movies leading that, up to you it. You can't do that. Yeah, but but you just said that a, a movie should be, you know, it, it should be its own thing and be able to explain things on its own. I mean, Infinity War couldn't do that. Endgame, well, yeah. Endgame was a sequel. Infinity War couldn't do that. Well, yeah, no. Ten years that's what I said. Like, that's, Infinity that's, War is Infinity amazing. War, count, count Infinity War and Endgame as one thing. You know mm. what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a part one and two. I think you could watch those movies. You might be a little bit confused as to what the priors are, but I feel like it tells one self-contained story where it's like you get like all the, you know, like the um, all the story threads up in the beginning. Whereas the story threads of this one, they're they're just, you know, like they don't catch you up. They don't do any of the legwork for you. You know what I mean? They just throw you right in. <laughs> Mr. Stark, what's there? going on? Uh, there's a wizard and he's being chased for a stone. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> how did you, how did you, how did you feel watching it stand alone then, Danny? Uh, yeah, so here's uh, the first big thing. Had no idea Superman was dead. No clue. <laughs> All of a sudden, Superman's dead. I'm like, what? I, didn't know. I then had to watch on YouTube the scene where Superman dies in PBS. It was like, oh, shit, he dies. Now, I didn't know that. Danny, could you tell just by watching that scene that the tone is drastically different between that movie and this movie? I'll say this. I don't like either of these movies besides for, like, the Batman stuff in BVS because that's some of the best Batman shit ever put on film. Um, but the tone is drastically different. Like it's so dark. Yeah, it's just it's just dark. And also it's just I know again, I did not see BVS. I only have a small understanding from the comic books of why Batman wanted to even fight Superman. 
that's a whole other conversation I feel like we'll just be wasting people's time having. But it's just, I just feel like all of a sudden, even I didn't see BVS, all of a sudden I even knew that in Justice League, Batman's 180 of like, oh, I feel so bad about what I did to Superman. It's like, do you really? Like now, just because he's dead, now you feel bad about what you did to him and how you shot him with crypto. Batman stabbed a guy with a knife in BVS. And I'm supposed to believe, what, six months to a year later, he's a totally changed guy? He stabbed him. Oh, yeah, look at this. Now that's what he's really white. I do like the Duster Batman. I do think that that looks cool. Duster, Duster sales went up Duster 150%. Bat. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously we, if we don't talk about this, uh, Joss Whedon's a piece of shit. We've heard from uh, the set of Justice League. He said really racist and sexist things. Uh, that scene yeah. where Ezra Miller is laying on top of Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. That scene was actually, that was, obviously that was added by Joss Whedon. Gal Gadot refused to do it because she said that it was sexist and unneeded, and he told her, okay, well, then I'm just going to put your double in, and that's what he did. And that's why 90% of the Wonder Woman shots in this movie are from behind because they couldn't use her face. Like, in the bank, uh, it, there's a couple of scenes where she's just walking away with the team. It, there's yeah. some side profile shots where they've obviously like CGI'd shots. her face in. Yeah, it's like she didn't want to work with them. She didn't want to do it. Uh, they does, fucking. Does anyone have? Oh, sorry. No, I, you I was go ahead. Say, does anyone have the budget number of before Joss Whedon, after Joss Whedon? I don't. Like, how much money did they have to? I don't in here after Joss Whedon. I don't know the specifics of it. But I do know the movie came out to cost like three hundred million dollars. Like it was, it was one of the it, there was no fucking yeah. way it was ever making that money back. And that was before they had to do the Snyder cut. Yeah, well, the Snyder cut, AT and T stepped in and was like, they, you know, AT and T bought Warner. So yeah, yeah, AT, how much more money does that add to the overall budget? I think AT and T gave him like seventy million dollars, like seventy eighty million dollars, and we're like, do whatever you want. So he added new scenes and he finished the CGI. No, it doesn't, but I don't know if it's if it's the same amount because you're not directing people to go to the movie. You're not trying to get people to go to the movies. You're trying to get people I'm to saying, download a streaming I'm, this, service. This whole the, the entire budget to make this movie overall is probably upwards of five hundred million dollars. Yeah, which is yeah, which yeah. which which was the price tag for two Avengers movies. Yep. Yeah. So, so I'm just looking right now. It's after the film was undergoing two months of reshoots in um, London and L.A. with Warner Brothers putting about an additional $25 million into it. This was which, a, with reshoots, right? This was this was yeah, when this is, Whedon this took over, Josh right? Took, Josh took it over. Okay. So I'm sorry, you um, said $70 million and then another twenty-five on top? I'm not saying $70 million. $70 was was Snyder cut. Snyder That's what cut. AT&T gave Snyder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm – typically it does mention that like – Five to ten million is like a you know a standing is a good range for additional cost. So this was like you know five times what the lowest possible was for that, which is crazy. The whole so thing. So Joss Whedon not only is he a piece of shit, but he also hemorrhages his money from <laughs> studios. Dick root confirmed. Bad Dick man. root. <laughs> Dick. All right, boys. Obviously, we don't like it. We'll look forward to that.
Forgot to add audio. It's okay. We'll go back. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Actually, uh, I I <laughs> fucked that up in the beginning of the show, so the whole cold open is mute. What the fuck did I just watch? So you you know you like you know when you watch an like I don't know if y'all watch anime but like when you watch anime there like there are so many over the top reactions to things and you I I always think I'm like this is just for the you know this is part of that genre <laughs> I guess well, not right. so he's running through the Lincoln Tunnel he's on a yeah, bike he's on he's on a bike which look at the shadow that, that he's on a bike a lot of ways he's on a bike he's I don't know if that changes anything so he's on it well he is on a vehicle at least okay. Uh, is he chasing the car in front of him? <laughs> I didn't think about that, but it is possible. That's, that's my thought. I think he's yeah. chasing and screaming at that car. Chasing and screaming, which imagine being a driver <laughs> in that car or a passenger in that car. Imagine that's your Uber and you just now have some crazy guy yelling in a foreign language at you. Which is never, honestly, a, like, never not a scary thing. Okay, let's honestly, be clear about if, that. If it's the Lincoln Tunnel, I would almost expect it. I would say, <laughs> this, is, this is New York. I've, like. I've been through the Lincoln Tunnel many times. I've never seen this, but it I, wouldn't shock me. I just yeah. want to know, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is he even shouting about? Like, what's the, guy, what's the car in front have on him? I, I looked in the just... comments. I couldn't find anybody who translated this. Yeah, like I don't know what specific language this is, but would love to get a translator. It sounds Japanese. I'm not, yeah, I'm, not I that I that. You know any professional on <laughs> Asian language at all, but I would say it's Japanese. I would have to agree. Wow. <laughs> just, just wow. How how do you scream like that full voice and not just destroy your throat? Oh, when he woke up the next morning, it was very. He had that uh, that that hangover voice. <laughs> had that had that four cigarettes, Lincoln Tunnel breath voice. <laughs> Someone get this guy in a Japanese screamer, like a. Dude, I'd love some like Japanese metalcore Lincoln Tunnel vibe. <laughs> That's a new genre. My favorite comment is uh, he probably watched some badass hentai that day. <laughs> he left it in that Uber and he's running to get it. <laughs> yeah, he forgot his wallet. The reason the reason I know this is not the Lincoln Tunnel, though, and it's likely in Japan, is that it's very clean. Yeah, that's a very good point. That is a very good point. That's too clean to be the Lincoln Tunnel. That is true. That is very true, actually. Yeah. You know, that Danny, it reminds, me, reminds me of a story one time when we went, hung out in Jersey City, and we were crossing the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> anyway, do you guys know this story at all? Have you guys heard this? Burke, Nick, do you so. guys know? All right, we'll close on this. 
Danny and I and uh, two of our friends, we went to Barcade in Jersey City one time. And this was the day before Christmas Eve. It was also like the first year everybody had like their own like full time job and everything. So like everybody was willing to like, like, I think I put a $20 bill in the fucking token machine at Barcade. <laughs> We beat, the, we beat the Simpsons, Simpsons game. We beat the Simpsons game. We beat the Simpsons game for no less than fifteen dollars a person. I was gonna say that <laughs> yep. game alone. Swimming in it. Yep. So anyway, uh, as we're leaving, there is a a, a street that runs um, perpendicular to the Lincoln Tunnel, and as this some guy rolls up next to us, and he's obviously hammered, and he's talking about how like I hope see we have a Merry Christmas. And like have a good family, good yeah, just good vibes all around. And then he closes it with like, and you know how you guys have a merry Christmas and a happy New Year, and we're like, you too. And he speeds off, and not three seconds after he gets in front of us, a car just pulls out in front of him, <laughs> and like her, like this close to a car, like this close to slamming into it, and like all of us were like, oh. And then right before we're like, oh, big fuck. Like we were laughing so hard though. Like that guy was definitely like, oh man, I'm fucking embarrassed now. Like all those guys are definitely laughing. You almost at me. witnessed an angel get his wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we almost witnessed him after just ending his life on positivity. <laughs> uh, would, would you would you boys like to speak at his eulogy? I think he'd really appreciate it. I didn't know him long, but God damn it, he wished me a Merry Christmas, and I had one. <laughs> I didn't know Jeremy Long, but I have nothing bad to say about him. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, found, I, I found a comment that might shed some light on the clip of the week. What's it say? So, so this is from two weeks ago, and this guy says, I'm a rel relatively new Japanese student. From what I could gather, he was yelling things like, I will be sex. I'll be having sex. And... Takeshi, if you carry on like this, you won't be able to keep your stamina. Something about dying. I'd have to do some listening again, but that's to get the full gist of it. But uh, let me know because I'm an extreme amateur. So, oh, yeah, so that, the hentai thing was yeah, spot on. Yeah. Stamina and something about dying. Wow. This poor guy. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Um, once again, you can listen to the audio version of this on any major podcast platform, uh, probably on Tuesday is when I'll post. Uh, once again, I'm Pat Navarano, Nick Haverstrow. Well, I'm not Nick Haverstrow, but this is Nick Haverstrow, <laughs> Mike Burke, and Dan Kilkenny. Thanks so much. We'll uh, we'll see you next week for the Snyder Cut. And we're doing a full episode on Snyder Cut. None of this news yes. horse shit that we do. So we'll see you next week. We're doing four hours. <laughs>